Hello and welcome to the music to another lovely rousing and arousing episode of the music smoothie uh i'm your host laz and uh we've got billy here i am standing in front of you and i'm aroused and we've got fishy here i am standing behind you also aroused And we've got Hipster Pug. I'm sitting next to you, but I'm not aroused. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's sad for you. (laughs) (laughs) It could have been a party, but you wouldn't be a part of it. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) It's not that kind of party, in the words of Prince. (laughs) Uh, 1999, right? Wow! Yeah. <laughs> wow! You you fit in another reference. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we we got some good songs for you today. Um, my first song is going to be like a uh, a punk song with stoner rock influences. Um, how does that sound? Yeah, I love Surfing Bird. <laughs> Surfing bird. <laughs> Who doesn't? Oh what man! If, what if that was really what you were bringing, though? And Fishy just called you out. I don't know. Everybody say about the bad, about the bad. Yeah, that's you, you st- got me. I now still I've believe. A, <laughs> now, now I've got to scramble to find a different song. <laughs> oh my god! All right, this is, what's it called? It is called Hertz by Emil and the Sniffers. Sorry. 
All right. That was Hertz by Emil and the Sniffers from their debut, their, not their debut album, their second album, Comfort to Me. And um, supposedly this uh, one has a lot of energy because it was uh, recorded during COVID and uh, the artists were like, just had a lot of pent up energy and they needed to get it out. So they recorded this album. And um, what did you think? Pug. I did really enjoy this. It's it's very um, like Brits. Uh, what was the thing? Um, punk, like sixties punk from the from the sixties. Uh, uh, That's what I said already. But okay, um, <laughs> like but uh, like garage British. punk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded really British, and I think the band is also British. Uh, but yeah, I really really enjoyed it. This was a great start for the for the podcast already. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the other song. All right, cool, cool. Glad you liked it. Um, and Billy. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with Pug here. It gave me that vibe. If you, uh, have you heard the chats? Um, I don't me? think so. Let me see if actually maybe there's. I could play a chat song. This reminded me a lot of the chats. You know, very similar like UK kind of vibe. Um, and uh. UK punk vibe, I should say, with that kind of energy style of singing. Um, it's like you're—they're not. It's like you're not singing, but you're just being shouted at, and I love that. Just yell at me, please. Um, and I—I I do love all the energy in the song, that bass line, and it just drives the whole song. It's so fucking good. Um, yeah, I like this. Well, it sounds like we've uncovered a fetish for Billy getting yelled at. No, actually, only in songs. Please stop yelling at me. <laughs> stop shouting. I'm not deaf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, of course, uh, Fishy, what did you think? Uh, I liked it. Uh, I'm normally not a huge fan of kind of like sort of spoken word but yelling, uh, but I think this worked well. It kind of reminded me of a uh, less pop-punk, more kind of just punk-punk uh, ting-tings. Um, not that I've listened to much of their music, just that uh, what's, that's not my name. That, that was the song that kept uh, popping up in my head that reminded me of just because of the um, singing slash speaking style i guess um yeah i liked it okay Pretty energetic for a first song yeah all right good good um yeah I, I could definitely see that um all right i guess uh you're up next let's see if i remember how to operate this robot <laughs> Uh, the command center. All right. My first one's going to be, um, there's no place in this world for me from the men singers off their new album came out in October. Um, I've never really listened to them before, but it popped up in my recommends and I've really enjoyed pretty much everything on the album. Uh, so hope you do too. 
Plays the whole album now, uh, Jockey Bob. I was excited yeah. for that next song. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, we got a bonus song. Yeah, <laughs> and it feels a little bit more emo starting. <laughs> the Midwest emo vibe. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, that first one was uh, "There's No Place in This World for Me" off. The uh, new Mensinger's album. Some of it was true. What did you think, Billy? Besides being very frightened. Um, yeah, I was just frightened the way it started. It felt like it was about to attack me. I. Um, coming, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Ah! Somebody help me! Um. I, yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I. I, I liked it. It. It felt like. I guess I liked it. I don't. I'd have to listen to it again for sure. Um, but my first impressions were just that it it felt a little like mainstreamy for like a rock song. Um, I yeah. Um, 
It was okay. <laughs> uh, how about you, Pug? Uh, I, I did enjoy this song. I was listening more to it in the background, so I didn't focus on the vocals or anything. But at some point, I felt like it's... Uh, Felt like a little bit like the 1975 in their uh, in their beats. Not 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 like a whole 1975 thing, but there there were moments that were like, oh, I enjoy this kind of sound and I enjoy this kind of thing that they are doing right now with the vocals and with the uh, uh, with the music. But yeah, it's it's the perfect song for in the background, I guess. If if this uh, if I uh, was going to listen to the full album, I would put it on, listen to it in the background, and do another thing in the meantime. Yeah, that's cool. I can see that. I'm not really familiar with the 1975, so I can't speak to that. But yeah, sometimes it's all right just to be a background song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Laz, how about you? Your microphone is off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me, you want my opinion after how badly things ended between us? Mm. <laughs> no, no, I uh, I really like this. Uh, yeah, like uh, like Pug was saying, it, it did give me 1975 vibes. Uh, gave me the the vocals, especially gave me like uh, against me vibes. I I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, the, the vocals were very melodic and. Um, uh, uh, lilting and and they 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 definitely drove the song. I feel like more than the instrumentation. I feel like it was a very vocal driven song, and sometimes that's the mood. You know, it's it's very catchy too. It's it's a uh, it's it's one of those uh, earworms. I think it might get stuck in my head from time to time. Yeah, when I first listened, it was in my head for a week. Uh, I definitely agree with you. At least for me, it's also a very uh, vocal driven song. Uh, I appreciate how uh, high-pitched his voice is. That's not something I hear a lot in kind of rock music of this sort. And uh, I think he pulled it off well. I'll have to listen to some of the 1975 and Against Me if it's like this, because this is pretty um, unique for me in terms of what I've actually listened to, and I enjoy it, so I'd like to hear more like it. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the the thing about uh, against me though is the the vocals are a lot more like shouting, and I don't know if if you would like it, but I, you know, give it a shot. Sure, will. <laughs> All right. Um, who's up next? I think it's Pug. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's me. Um, all right, I'm going to bring the party a little bit down. <laughs> Oh. There's too much hard <laughs> music and too loud music. I cannot handle this anymore. So I'm going That's back fair. to a little bit more ambient. <laughs> no, I've I started watching the um, a series on. Uh, I think it's on Hulu in America and it's on like Disney Plus in uh, Europe, and it's called The Bear. Uh, you might have seen it. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm not gonna tell about the whole series or anything. But the music in this series is amazing, and I discovered some. Um, great new songs of artists that I already knew but never listened uh, to uh, to the songs that I'm uh, going to share uh, in this podcast today. 
Um, and one of the songs was from Brian Eno, who is very famous for his uh, ambient music. Um, and I think this is from a project that he did with another group called uh, Harmonia, if I'm correct. And this was back in the 70s that they made the song. But there's, I, I don't know, I cannot explain why the song um, feels so special or what, what, what the feeling is that you get from it. But maybe you can explain me if you listen to this. So I hope you enjoy it. If it's working, please work. Oh, you've got to leave a gap between play and the oh, link. <laughs> I, I always forget. <laughs> Give me a second. Uh, copy this. It's all good. There we go.
like you said, I, I cannot completely explain like what the feeling is that this song gives me because uh, overall the song is not anything special or or anything. It's it's very simple and even the melody is very simple and um, it's it's basically a, <laughs> a very ambient song. But um, the feeling that it gives me at least is that. Um, this is going to sound weird, but it feels like everything is going to be alright. Don't worry about everything. You know, take a step back, look to where you are and what you're doing, and everything will be fine. And that's the feeling that I get from this song. Uh, but I'm really, really curious what you think of this song and what feeling you get from this song. Uh, Fishy. Uh, yeah, I like that a lot. I kind of agree with you. Um, it sounding hopefully it kind of sounds um like it has an undertone of hope to me kind of in a yeah. more melancholic main line um i'm going to compare it, another song to disco elysium soundtrack because uh you can't stop me but it really put me in the mind of uh not just a couple of songs from that ost mm-hmm You guys are still there? Hello? Oh, hello. Uh, I had to drop out. My uh, my audio wasn't working. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Fishy, are you still there? Y yes. Okay. <laughs> Fishy, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Fishy? Fishy, come Fishy, back to me. Fishy! <laughs> no, no, I'm not here anymore. I left. Oh, Fishy! <laughs> Stop yelling! Stop yelling! <laughs> snake! 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 <laughs> uh, but, but please go on with your story about uh, the about the album. Story's over. Yeah. It's about well, I, it. Did also kind of put me in the mind of a uh, a space opera kind of vibe, I guess. Um, it sounds like some tracks from Mass Effect and a few other kind oh, of yeah. Yeah. instrumentally led space genre music I've heard. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I don't know what kind of show the bear is, uh, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if it was some kind of sci-fi show or something. Uh, you'll be surprised. <laughs> it's it's about, a about a chef who is starting up a whole restaurant and uh, with a whole group of people who don't like him in the beginning and they start liking him more and more and they get like a, a family thing going on there and uh, it, it feels like family and in the end uh, that's very, very short explained what the series is but it's I really recommend to watch it. Yeah, it's funny. I... Uh... I, uh, I I used to watch it and then I uh, stopped because um, I fell asleep in one episode. When I woke up, it was like um, like seven episodes in, and I was like, uh, "What the hell? I don't remember where I was." So I just gave up on watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now uh, I can't because someone canceled our Hulu subscription. No, it's back. Oh up. no! Okay. 
Yeah, okay. it's back up. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, right. being on the podcast made me re-upload it because I have a Spotify and Hulu subscription as a student. Oh, nice. That's that's really cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Billy, what did you think of the this film? Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I think it. I think, like you said, it. I I don't like phrasing it like this, but I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say what you said. It's kind of like nothing special. Um, but it's like the sum of its parts all together. It creates. It evokes those feelings. Um, mm-hmm. And it does cause retrospection, um, and does cause like you know, uh, like like you said, I like that. I like the way you phrased it, the way that everything's gonna be okay, because I I think it does evoke that kind of um, self reflection and that kind of uh, you know thoughts about yourself. Uh, if you've ever like done any meditation. I I do have some comments that are going to kind of might come off as me being mean to it, mm-hmm. but I don't mean it in a mean way. But if you've ever done like meditation and like listen to meditation stuff on YouTube, it does yeah. feel like this is the kind of thing that would be in the background. Oh, but, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It, it It's just, it has that same like ethereal feel to it. Uh, with the way that they, you know, strung it together. Or just that one, there's some stuff that sounds like it came from a Casio tone keyboard. Um, that That's just how it sounded to me. Um, that, that reminds me of an old, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it reminds me of an old uh, comment um, on a, uh, a a shitty remix on iTunes. <laughs> Someone commented, somebody got a Casio for Christmas. <laughs> that time of year, someone, yeah. <laughs> someone got a it's Casio. Time. <laughs> like, I'm going to make some meditation music. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, like the, um, the way the other like the other sounds other than what i thought was the casio keyboard um and then the casio together is what like really helps bring it together what, what elevates it more than just a regular kind of meditation song um i couldn't see listening to this for like long i could really just see you know maybe putting it down when i need to relax or um when i'm just Maybe, especially going to sleep, you know, mm-hmm. C likes to have, like, podcasts in the background or, or things like that when we go to sleep, and then they just turn off, but I think, like, something like this is perfect to just set the mood of relaxing and go to bed, and then, you know, you finish the album, and then it's off. Yeah, yeah, no, I fully agree. Also, with the case, I think, I, I'm not sure about this, I might be completely wrong, but because it was in the late 70s, it might have been um, for real Ocasio that they used to um, uh, make the pad of this song or like the, the background loop that's going on, because I, 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 it really sounds like it. <laughs> oh, very cool. Uh, Les, what did you think of it? 
Yeah, uh, I I enjoyed this, uh, same as everyone else, I guess. But yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it was it was a very simple track. Um, I I really don't have a lot to say about it because it's you know it's it's just a vibe. You know, it's like a, it's a, yeah, it's a <laughs> music to uh, experience on Wii too. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully yeah, your on we gets a little better. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh I the next one. I, I don't know. Billy right? Yeah. Four of us me. Less. I, I Yeah, all right, all right. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So I I have been derailed a little bit and I'm just gonna play a, a chat song because I, I feel like that's my vibe and I wanted to show what the chats sound like. Um, though I can't really find one that I'd really... Okay, you guys have to pick for me. Do we want to do oh. Identity Theft or 6-liter GTR? Uh, identity Theft. Yeah, I've always <laughs> wanted to steal an identity. Okay, yeah. hell yeah. It's a, it's a serious problem, so we, we've got to spread awareness. Hell yeah. <laughs> To help right. us combat it, send us your social security number. <laughs> Hell yeah. Once I have your identity, then I can solve the problem. Send your mom's credit card number. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'd send my mom's credit card number. <laughs> yeah, but that's just because you don't like her. Mom, if you're listening, I don't know that man. so this is the chats this is a um, australian punk band they started in uh, high school and then you know they were just playing together just fucking around and um a little bit later on they started this band um a very casual kind of like just fun dumb playing band there you go. This is the chat's identity theft from their album High Risk Behavior.
right, that was identity theft uh, by the chats. These guys kind of blew up pretty recently. I think like during COVID, I remember um, a coworker showing them to me. Um, especially because they have a song called Smoko that's with like 27 million um, hits. Uh, probably more on YouTube. That's just on Spotify. But uh, it, they're just very cheeky. Smoko itself is extremely cheeky. Just about being um, on a Smoko break. On a smoke break. And nobody bother him because he's smoking. <laughs> uh, what did well, you guys think? Laz, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, uh, after my cock gets 27 million hits, it turns purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what do you do after 10 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think your cock needs to go on smoke <laughs> <laughs> My cock is going on strike. <laughs> my cock is smoking. <laughs> Oh no, I I really enjoyed this. It did have like a I thought this one had more of a, a 70s punk edge to it. It it felt like like directly inspired by like a 70s UK punk. It 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 definitely had had that um that energy to it, that rawness that I, I really enjoy from uh from punk. And it's 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 hard to capture these days for some reason, but I, I feel like this this did. And it was a fun time. It was a good ride. Yeah, I, I especially just like how funny and how much they kind of just don't care. But obviously they do care, but they're just dicking around. Um, I think Olaf would have really liked this, and I'm sad he didn't get to experience it. With how much he likes Kevin and the bikes. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's been working a lot lately, and I, I feel it. I feel that in my bones. <laughs> uh, fishy. Was this a vibe for you, or not? I know it's usually not. Eh, um, I mean, it was fun, but uh, it's already fading for me. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd look it up on my own, but after you mentioned Smoko, I'm almost certain I've listened to that before, and that has definitely stuck in my mind a little bit more as a funny, goofy song. I think I've uh, looked it up a few times like months apart uh this one like i said it was fun but it's already fading it wasn't very special to me i would say if even if you are on the fence because of what you just said with like smoko they they definitely have and that's why it was i was conflicted about this one or six lgtr they have a good song for any like kind of type of occasion of just you know dicking around and making fun of things like and they're short like bursts of songs so some of them might just get out of your head the next minute but some of them they're just so funny and silly like smoko that i can see it's having that you know everlasting kind of effect so yeah i, I, yeah, I definitely say Maybe like give it a shot and see if something else sticks. Yeah, probably will. Um, and there's definitely something to be said if you're kind of going for a more fun vibe like they seem to be. Uh, I do appreciate that they didn't just drag out the song with a bunch of long solos or anything. They just 
had their fun. What did you think, Pug? Nice, but I did enjoy this uh, this song really much. Like uh, like the first song, uh, like Les said already. Like it's it's really the sounding like uh, UK punk, um, and I I don't know about a lot about this uh, genre of music, but um, I really enjoy this. And uh, if this is like music that is going to be popular again, I'm not against it because it's it's sounding really cool. I love the 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 hard music. Um, and and the guitars and the drums and everything is coming together like it's it's a burst of energy that's giving. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm probably going to listen more to this music. But um, yeah, uh, I didn't listen to the to the lyrics too much, so I might need to focus more on that to see the the goofiness of the song. But I I really enjoyed the music. All right, cool. Um, I think it's back to Laz. It's back to Laz, and he's gonna play a song. All right, fucking do it. This is chasing shadows <laughs> by Santa. Do Santigold. it, do it, do <laughs> it. Stop telling me what the song is and fucking do it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Better get on down with the program and sell your life on all broken. 
All right, that was Chasing Shadows by Santa Gold. I have been listening to them for a while and I I really um it's it's a it's a it's you know, it's it's fun pop music. Um what do you think, Fishy? I really really enjoyed that one. Um I I really like that kind of gospel R&B hip hop fusion uh I don't know what to properly call that kind of genre, but um, I really like that genre, and this was a really good example of it, I think. And um, one thing that I notice does kind of tend to be a pitfall for me for this type of music is they'll just crank the bass mix way too high and they'll drown everything out. I like how they had the wherewithal to keep the bass as a backing and just let it complement everything rather than trying to take over the show. I really enjoyed this one. Okay, great, great. No, I think you did a great job of describing it. Uh, yeah, better than I did. I just called it pop. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's like a, a definitely like an R R and B kind of fusion uh, with a lot of different influences. Um, uh, oh. I feel like I know what you're going to say, but uh, Billy. I thought I was going to hate it, but I I didn't, you know. <laughs> I uh, I think I I enjoyed elements of it a lot. Um, you know, they, they definitely knew how to pace the song very well. Um, I feel like a lot of these kinds of tracks sometimes overstay their welcome for me. Um, and everything kind of came in. There a lot of different elements. Um, there was like a, there was kind of like a a Grimes feeling like section of just like the little voices kind of chiming in at some point. I don't know, maybe it's not a Grimes feeling section, but it it just had a lot of different fun elements that just came in, um, and I could I could enjoy that. I I think that this is something I definitely listen to in the background, like if someone else put it on. But I would never change this off. I think I enjoyed it enough to keep it on. Um, but I would not seek this out, personally. Okay, okay. Um... I, I will say, really quickly, I think something that people will say often on here that I hear is, like, is something memorable. And for me, this is like one of those things. Like, uh, it's just not memorable to me. It's funny because this gets stuck in my head all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it just kind of gets a. Uh, there, there's other things that I hear like do similar things like this. Like, Pug gives a really good ex- example in the, um, in the chat that I'll let him say. But that's like something. It would. I, I'd kind of get those two songs mixed up. Like this doesn't feel like it's its own thing to me personally. Okay. But be that way. <laughs> you did say okay. Is <laughs> that really dejected? Like yeah. All right. Um, 
And uh, Pug. Uh, yeah. uh, like Billy said, I already said this in the chat, but um, when I was listening to it, it really gave me the same vibes or the same... Um, how can I explain it? It sounded the same like uh, Paper Planes from uh, MEA or MIA or whatever their name is. But um, And uh, I, I really love that song. I really love that song. And um, this is also my favorite for the so far uh, this evening. Um, I really enjoyed this vocals. I really enjoyed the sound. It's it's poppy, and and sometimes I just really enjoy that. Um, and I'm definitely going to listen more of uh, Gold. I'm I'm pretty sure I might have heard already more from from. Uh, I don't know if it's a solo artist or like a group or a band or. Um, uh, something like that, but I'm I'm very curious to listen more of their music and see what other styles and other things they made. Um, is this also like a real new band, or is this already um, exist um, already here for a couple of years? Um, she's a uh, solo artist. She's been around for a while. I, uh, uh, yeah, I'd be actually surprised if you hadn't heard some of her stuff before. She's she's pretty big. Yeah, the the name is so recognizable, but I I cannot name another song from them. Like, is this their most popular song, or is there like another song that's very very uh, popular? They um, this one is pretty far down on their popularity rung. Uh, okay. Their 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 biggest song is um, or her biggest song is um, "Disparate Youth." All right. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't recognize the title, but maybe if I hear it, I, I definitely going to listen more of her because um, I, I I love this kind of music and it it really hits. <laughs> it's the the sweet spot of pop music for me. I I I really dislike pop music most of the time, but this is like the kind of music that I really can enjoy and vibe to. Okay. Good. Great. Great. That's great. I'm glad uh, helped you find something that you like. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, of course. And um, we all know what that means. It's uh, back to fishy. Okie dokie. Um, my next one's pretty long. It's about seven minutes, so strapped okay. in. Uh, <laughs> it's almost kind of like spoken word, I guess. Um, but, you know, it can be good sometimes. Like George Lucas says, it rhymes it's like poetry <laughs> yeah i'll follow that man anywhere he takes me mm, except you know past the original trilogy <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, the original trilogy is so good you don't understand <laughs> are you saying that howard the duck wasn't a banger <laughs> <laughs> the best movie ever made <laughs> oh man okay. uh, but this is uh, Danny Schmidt uh, Stained Glass from 2005 Till Easter when the elm tree hit the church 
Thank God it fell on Friday, cause at least no one was hurt. There was fear in my delay, the second coming of the Lord. Cause the stained glass crucifixion wasn't stains upon the floor. They spent a day of cleaning and a day to board the hole. Where the stained glass once had cast a godly light upon the fold. But come the Sunday service, all the faces now are gray. They commenced to take donations as the faithful knelt to pray. On Monday they discovered that the man who built the glass was the only man in town who could and sadly he had passed But his father who was ninety said the tools were in the shed And he'd kindly try and resurrect the window from the dead The congregation argued but the wise one all rejoiced Cause in the one hand was solution In the other was no choice So they gave the man their blessings And they gave his hand a shake And they gave him all the coins They had collected on their plate Till Easter they'd seen neither hide nor hair So they came and knocked at supper time In hopes the man was there But a banging from the basement Was about all that they could hear And curses that might make the devil blush And wash his ears up on ladders with the window nailed in place. It was covered in black velvet like a hood or like a veil. He pulled the sheet and there hung apocryphal and frail. The seams had melted jagged and they were crooked like a spine. The glass was rough like hands of man against the hands of time. There was blood stains in the red and there were teardrops in the blue. He said it may not be the best, but it's the best that I can. The monstrosity of color slid its tongue across their eyes. And they shivered from exposure like babies born again. Cause in every pane of glass was all the joy.
There's every fearful smile, there's every joyful tear, there's each and every choice that leads from every there to here. There's every cozy stranger, there's every awkward friend, there's every perfect night that's left initials in the sand. There's every day that's filled so full the weeks would float away. There's all those days spent wondering what to do with all those days. There's every lie that's ever saved the truth from being shamed and every secret you could ever trust a friend to hide away. There's the fortune of discovering a new face you might adore and the thrill of coming home to find your clothes upon the floor and the prideful immortality of children in the home that the storm can't grind the mountain down it can only shift the stones. There's everything your mouth says that your lips don't understand and every shape inside your head that you can't carve with your hands and every slice of glass revealed another slice of life emblazoned imperfections in a perfect stream of light it all flooded through the window like rapids made of fire and then God rolled through all the sunshine and sat down cause he was tired he was tired to its place and God removed his veil to show the scars across his face and some folks prayed in reverence and some folks prayed in fear as all the shades and chaos in the glass became a mirror Stained Glass by Danny and uh, Danny Schmidt. What did you think, Laz? Uh, yeah, I um, I enjoyed this. It was um, I it, you know sometimes I'm you know just in the mood for a a, a plaintive uh, folk jaunt, and I feel like that's uh, what this was. It had um. You know, it had that, um, it had that, uh, the 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 quality of just like a very low key, uh, low low budget, just uh, uh, a small band just um, just wailing away at their you know their insecurities and their fears, and it's uh, one of the the genres that that captures that pretty well, I think. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, how about you, Billy? Yeah, I think this is a this is very special. It's it's just a a good way to you know just share how he feels. Like like Laz was saying, it's a it's it's the way it builds up and the way that it like simmers down and the way that it like just all coalesces and all peaks it's like a very kind of it's kind of like a 
an argument. It's like a very human kind of thing. Um, you know, how art simulates life sometimes and how uh, the music we make is kind of a reflection of that. I think that's it's very beautiful how you can represent that in many ways. It's real, really well represented here. Um, this is a very good emotional track. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say it's got that good, good. It's got that wet, wet. Definitely. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> Made me very wet, wet. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, uh, I definitely agree, and um, you framed it very well in a way that I hadn't thought of uh, being an kind of argumentative. Uh, it, it does kind of have that back and forth feel to it where it feels like he's arguing with himself to a degree. Uh, and Pug, how's about you? Um, I, I did like this. It's, it's not my favorite song, um, but it, it was nice and it was calm. Um, are it you kind of sucked. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was I going to say? Um, you were bringing uh, up a song when I rudely interrupted you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I, what I wanted to ask was like, are you also a fan of like Leonard Cohen and stuff like that? I'm sorry, who? Leonard Cohen? Uh, I don't think I'm familiar. With Leonard Cohen? Oh, Leonard, Leonard Cohen? Cohen? Like the band? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. I might pronounce it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I love... Or no, no, no. I'm thinking of Levon Helm. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess I... I don't know. I don't know. I know the name, but I can't place the... Uh, uh, what is a famous song like famous blue raincoat or take this walls songs like that hallelujah is one of the songs you might know that oh yeah yeah I like that because it really reminds me of um, not 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 the vocals like because it is I, I think this is Irish or something or, or Scottish or something like that um, but it really reminded me of like um, Lent Cohen and the way he um, he do, does the vocals and the spoken word and everything and um, yeah I, I did enjoy this song but it's not a song that I going to listen uh, another uh, another time I guess but I'm curious to see what other music he made cool cool that's fair and uh, yeah just uh, with Hallelujah as a reference I can definitely see the uh, comparison there Um, I guess it is back to you then. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, question. Do you want some 1975 or do you want Sufjan Stevens? <laughs> Completely different, but okay. Oh, those are my choices. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Phoebe Bridges, at least. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, I mean, I, I vote for 1975. All right. Billy? <laughs> Um, pass. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll I'll Fishy? be a deciding vote if I need to be. Okay, okay. Fishy. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm eager to hear more about 1975 since they were brought up right. earlier. Yeah, yeah, all right. Then I'm going to do that. I hope I chose the right song now. Um, all right, here we go. chose a short song from them <laughs> i was thinking about another song to to share but um i think this is like a, a great or a good song to start with if you want to know like what the 1975 is um because it's like more more of the indie kind of music um i i really love this kind of music i really really love this band um i never want to see them live but <laughs> that's another story um but yeah, I, I really enjoyed the music from the 1975s because they, um, how do I explain this? Like they, they do something unique with like almost every album. 
And um, of course, there are some songs that sounds sound alike, like other songs from them, but you always get it with the band. Uh, this is from their second album, um, what I completely forgot the title of. I, I think it's something like, um, you're so beautiful when you are asleep, but yet you are so unaware, unaware of it or something like that. Um, it's one of my favorite albums. Uh, and I think the the album from 2018 or something is also really good um, if you want to listen to uh, more of it. So I'm really curious what you think of it, uh, Fishy. Wait, is that the album uh, that has uh, chocolate on it? No, no, that's uh, like their first album, like the 1975. It's the same name as the uh, as the band. I think that's with chocolates. I can I can look for you. Give me a second. Uh, because I that was their first song there. that I heard on the radio. Yeah, that, I think that was yeah. also my first song that I heard. But I already <laughs> liked it so much. Um, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Where is it? Um, yeah, that is from their first album. Okay. Um, uh, fishy was it? Yeah, fishy. What did you think of it? Uh, yeah, uh, I I really enjoyed that. Um, having heard it now, I can definitely see why you guys all brought it up after the Menzinger song. It uh, you know, it's not the exact same, but I can definitely see similar things going on. Um, yeah, that was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um had some trouble following the lyrics but just the name of the track the ballad of my of me and my brain it uh it really did a good job i think of representing musically sort of like a mania a back and forth it was really good going up and down and up and down and just yeah yeah i really liked it about the song too yeah it really does feel like you know, he's making a song about his brain pissing him off by jumping around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really recommend, like, if you like this song, I really recommend to listen to the full album because I, I, I think you're going to like this. I think you're really going to like this. Yeah, I'm going to check these guys out later. Uh, Les, what did you think of it? Oh, I... um. I like this one. I don't think I've heard it before. Um, but yeah, this um, definitely sounds um, to me a lot like, like uh, more of their more recent, more experimental stuff than their, their older stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it had a, a lot of nice textures to it. Um, it was uh, it was dynamic. There was some nice syncopation. I, I you know, like it. Uh, Clap my hands to this. It was it was fun. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> clap, clap. Uh, clap, clap, clap your hands. Uh, no, I, I just thought it was funny because um, I, I have an excuse to bring up the fact that uh, Noel Gallagher of Oasis like hates this band and thinks that they're not rock, quote unquote. Oh yeah, and, I th I think I heard he, something about this too. And he's like been feuding with Maddie Healy because Maddie Healy <laughs> yeah. told told him to grow up and get back together, <laughs> and uh, and of course Noel Gallagher responded by calling him a slack jawed fuckwit. Oh, yeah. nice! <laughs> yeah. It's like arguing with the internet. Yeah, basically. 
<laughs> Except they're arguing between uh, magazine interviews. Same, <laughs> 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 pretty much the same thing, I guess. <laughs> uh, Billy, what did you take of it? Um, yeah, I I thought this was really cool. I I love love the vocals here, and I thought it was uh, they were uh, a perfect kind of like um high for the song i i think like fishy said they they really went along with the like the highs and the lows um you know it, it's like it was all in sync um and it it was really is really really fun really good bless you all like it hope you're going to listen to more of it <laughs> I, I just gotta remember to listen to more of it <laughs> that's, that's my biggest fault. I will send you reminders, all right? Oh yeah. So, yeah. A nine AM reminder, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh I think it's your turn, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I don't have much to say <laughs> about introducing this band. Um this is uh, another like quick one, like a two-minute song. This is Yellow Ostrich, and this is Hate Me Soon. Uh, this is a song, even though it is short, it does get stuck in my head. So I like this. As a great man once said, another one. <laughs> think of that that was hate me soon uh by yellow ostrich <laughs> keep forgetting their name um who haven't i called on first uh pug i think i haven't called on you first go ahead finally finally <laughs> 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 uh, <no. laughs> 
No, I really enjoyed this. This was a very short song, but also like it get to the point. It's it's simple and um, it's a nice melody. Vocals are funny. The vocals are good. Uh, maybe it was a, a problem with the computer or something. But was there like um, uh, a shift in the vocals in the beginning, like with with a tone or something, or like a sort a sort of glitch? Maybe it was something with the computer. But I thought it was really cool. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't actually. <laughs> I I don't think there was. Uh, there really? was a lot of ooing. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of ooing, and then there was like a short. Uh, I don't know how to explain. It, like a short, short, really short glitch thingy going on with the vocals, and then it went on. Did you guys hear that and recognize that? Uh, I I'm not going mad. But that don't mean it's not there. <laughs> I think the consensus is we didn't hear it, but no. I'm glad you enjoy- enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it made the song even more better for me, at least. So <laughs> I'm glad I heard it. <laughs> no, but uh, I really enjoyed this song, and I'm definitely going to listen more of this uh, band too because it sounds interesting. Very cool. Um, fishy what did you think uh, I liked it um, it was kind of another song that I thought was fun in the moment but is already kind of fading um, this one is sticking a little more though because I got more out of the lyrics if not the music than the previous one um, I, I liked how it was kind of both sides in the fear of commitment but also kind of maybe give it a try but also still spooked out by it at least uh, that's how i took it no i i definitely feel that too i and i i like that that you know there there's definitely two sides of that same coin of you know i i'm scared to jump into this and then it feels like you're jumping in too fast and it's like um it's just like there's never really a good uh, a good gauge on that kind of thing. It, it's just, and it it really fits, like uh, the same kind of life imitating art. It really fits uh, just the tone of the song, you know. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And um, I will say most songs that try and handle that, like they pick a side and really just stick with it the whole song, and that does a disservice to the whole conundrum that it's about in the first place. So I like how they facilitated back and forth. I do too. What did you think, Laz? Um, I thought it was okay. Uh, honestly, it didn't really stick with me or, or stimulate me too much. Uh, I thought it was fine. I, it, it's something that, you know, like I, I, I could see like having on in the background and, and just being like, okay. You know, this is a vibe. You know, it's it's fine. <laughs> Man, I wish I stimulated you more. Stimulate me, Daddy. Fuck. <laughs> Great. I'm glad <laughs> we had this moment. All right. Uh, it's back to you. It's down to me. No, I oh. said back. <laughs> You're putting words in my mouth. Oh my god. Well, this is I Can Fly Away by Delicate Steve. 
Are you feeling delicate? Always. After those one million hits to my cock, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <I'm> feeling delicate. <laughs> <laughs> I Can Fly Away by Delicate Steve. And uh, Billy, when did the song start for you? <laughs> uh, I don't think the song started. I think uh, Elevators, uh, I'm sorry, um, Delicate Steve flew away and started playing some elevator music instead. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Delicate Steve? <laughs> he said, I can fly away. <laughs> and he flew. Oh. <laughs> Judging by the music video for this, I believe it's actually for getting high too. 
Oh, oh wow. I or yeah. or for for fucking hell yeah. The hell yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but I uh I like getting high to maybe like Queens of the Stone Age or something else. Or uh <laughs> other other songs songs that feel like they have uh substance to them. Wow. <laughs> I, I i like i i know it sounds like i'm saying the song didn't start because you know there's no vocals and maybe that could be true like i'll i'll hide i'll reveal my bias but i do like instrumental songs this was not a good instrumental song to me it's just boring funny because i really liked this <laughs> Well, I mean, that's okay. I I don't blame you for liking this. It's uh like w- what was what was done was was good. <laughs> but it that doesn't mean it's bad, but what was bad to me was just that nothing else happened. <laughs> <laughs> sound like a boomer mom on on iTunes. When there's, what's the, there's nothing here. There's not enough going on. Let's the song start, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, this does feel like something like a boomer dad would put on to have sex to. Like, ooh, it's starting to get spicy in here. Does every Metallica song need a two and a half minute intro? <laughs> well, um, what did you think of the, about that uh, pug? Uh, <laughs> I agree with elevator music, but <laughs> but not in a bad way. This was uh, probably like really good background music, um, and that's that's what I. Uh, uh, if I was going to listen to this, that would be like background music, and I would do something. Um, something else and just have this in the background and just vibing to it but uh, yeah no it, it's it's not my favorite song <laughs> okay um, Fishy did you hate this too? that was an I'll fly away <laughs> I'll uh, fly away fly away yeah no uh, when it first started I thought it might actually be some kind of like rock rendition of that uh but i did enjoy it actually um i mean obviously it was simple but i'm simple too and it you know it did what it came to do i really liked it i could have this on as background music but i mean it's also the kind of thing that i would just turn on actively listen to I think there's something to be said that kind of doesn't get much appreciation for just like playing one instrument in a simple tune, but playing it well. Yeah, definitely. I feel like um, there's a lot of great like minimalist kind of stuff out there. Yeah. And- you know, I don't. I don't necessarily think of it as elevator music. I think uh-huh. of it as on hold music. <laughs> that would work too. 
<laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> Did he fly away? Oh no, there he is. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> uh, I'm right. sorry I was so harsh on this one, but it's just not my cup of tea. It's okay. I know it's because I didn't like your last song. <laughs> no, he really. <laughs> he really isn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. You need to start selling tickets for a webcam in your guys' room after the show where you just beat the shit out of each other over not liking the songs. Uh, I have to drive over to him now to beat the shit out of him. Oh. Yeah. I know. Um, so, Ishii, I think you're next. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. My last one's going to be uh, Wrapped in My Memory by Sean Smith, which is another song that I found on The Sopranos. I've brought a couple of those before. And, um, you know, The Sopranos is just the best show ever made in every way. And um, the music is a part of that that doesn't often get brought up. Well, to be fair, The Sopranos did start the golden age of television. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I meet so many people who are like, haven't seen it, and they're like, come on, dude, it's the first thing in the golden age of television. The first thing's never the best. It has to be iterate, but no, I just fucking blew it out of the water at the start. And surprisingly, the vast majority of the songs that do pop up on The Sopranos are applicable for the podcast. They're usually pretty obscure you can tell they had a department of guys that really just liked music and had a very wide range to draw from so this is sean smith wrapped in my memory So unafraid 
you've been feeling Before you started to fade You gave me something to believe in And that's the best thing that anyone could give Sean Smith. What did you think, Bug? Uh, I really like this. It's 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 a great song. Uh, I didn't know this artist, uh, but it reminded me of another artist. But to be honest, I don't know uh, the name of this artist right now. But it will pop up maybe uh, later. Uh, I didn't know this song. I didn't know this artist, but I'm definitely going to listen more of this because this is the kind of music that I really enjoy and like. Um, and I see this played in the series. I, to be honest, and you're you're gonna hate me for this, but I never saw the Sopranos. <laughs> mm. But I, I really, I really see this played uh, in a TV series overall because it's the perfect song for it. Yeah, and uh, first watch the fucking Sopranos. Do it now. Uh, I'm going but, to do it. <laughs> good. it. I start tonight. All right. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Before Disney ruins it, they announced they're gonna make like four spin-off movies and comics oh, and no. shit. It makes me oh, ill. Oh no, that's never a good sign. <laughs> oh no, it's horrible. But <laughs> this song and all the songs in The Sopranos. But you're right. It like the scene it plays in itself is masterful. But with this added to it, it just takes it to a whole nother level. It's a very good song to accompany something like you said and go well on tv and it, it does uh billy how about you yeah i really like this one i i, I feel like it was a it, it was a very deliberate kind of like a vocal piece it, it did a really good job of centering on those vocals um the the you know instruments around it or just kind of it felt like they just served their purpose to be honest to for the vocals but I loved the vocals with it um, the vocals were very airy uh, very like somber with uh, really matched the theme of what he was talking about um, and it it really felt like it evoked 
what he was talking about, like the memory of something. Um, it, if I had like one critique, it, it, when it kind of got into to that last section with the vocals, um, where he, it's not like yelling, but he like raised his voice. Um, I didn't know if that really fit his own style of singing. It didn't feel like that was... And it didn't really feel like that was appropriate for the song. Like, it just felt like he escalated because he felt like he had to. Um, yeah, it got but, that big finish syndrome. Yeah, it did have... Exactly. I'm glad you... I was worried that you. it would just be like I was spouting nonsense. No, I, I definitely... Uh, I don't know if I completely like agree with you, but that part of the song, it, it does take me out of it every time it gets to that part of the song. I'm like, oh, are we just not going to let the great stuff that's already been stand? Are we going to try and one-up it at the very last second here? I think he could have finished it by kind of playing within the constraints of what was already established without like going for the big finish. Um because his vocals before, like every instance of the song before that big climactic moment was perfect. Like it didn't need a big climactic moment like that. And if it was going for a big climactic moment, he could have probably did something different. But I still really like this. Uh, I would definitely listen to his other stuff. Cool, cool. Yeah, like I said, I really agree with you at the end there. It could have been... A little bit better played. Um, and are you back, Les? Yeah, it's like the Rocky Horror callback. Hallelujah, send money. Yeah, I totally agree with that one. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I, I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, fine. It, it did have like a, uh, a show soundtrack vibe to it. Like, was it specifically made for the show? No, I don't believe so. I don't know if there was any music specifically made for the Sopranos. There might have been, but I don't think there was. At least, you know, like the there might have been little jingles and stuff, but I don't think there was like a Sopranos OST. Sopranos OST. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite Halo game. <laughs> Album Who was about... the jingler for the Sopranos? <laughs> I need to find that man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah, I thought it was it was uh it was decent. It was uh, wicked decent. Um yeah, it was. It definitely had a um, uh, a quality to it that I can't um, pin down right now. But yeah, I, I also did agree that it maybe the uh, the ending was a bit much, and maybe a bit out of the voc- vocalist range. But that's it's all right. You know, we we all we all make mistakes. We all try new things and make mistakes while trying new things. Yeah. Oh sure. I thought it sucked. <laughs> take it back, Billy. <laughs> I take it back. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> uh, I guess it's back to Pug. All right. From the Sopranos back to the bear. <laughs> 
thanks for this. Uh, yeah, I, I chose another song uh, from the series that I also played in the background. Um, it's another more ambient piece. Uh, I was very surprised, but uh, because I did really didn't know that this. Uh, maybe you know it, but Nine Inch Nails made some ambient albums, and I never, never knew this. I was never a fan of them. Uh, of their oh music. yeah, they're great. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah. I think their uh, music is a little bit too loud normally. Uh, and when I heard this song, I was convinced. Uh, how do you call it? Like um, I was sure that. That it was Bob Burnham for some reason, and I was so surprised. I was like, "Why is Bob Burnham in the series?" Like with the song, and I was looking online and I was like finding like, where, "What song is this?" And is this the song that I think that it is? And I thought that it was nice Nine Inch Nails. Um, and I was so surprised. So I listened more of their, um, I say more ambient music, and and it's really really good. It's it's surprisingly good and. I'm really happy to share this song with you all. Uh, like I said before, there's like a high pitch in the middle of the song, so if you don't like that, turn off the music then. <laughs> all right, enjoy.
All right. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, Hope We Can Again from uh, Nine Inch Nails. Um, I will tell a little bit more uh, background, like why I uh, uh, chose this song in the first place. Uh, this song is played uh, uh, in the series of The Bear uh, at season two at the finale. And I'm not going to spoil anything, of course, but it's at a very important moment from the whole series. And this whole song is played, uh, I think, uh, like uh, also with like seven minutes or something like the full song. Um, and it really just works with the series, with the scene, with the actors, with everything. It really works. And um, again, like I said in the, before, I was really surprised to see uh, Nine Inch Nails making um, ambient music. Um, and um, again, uh, the, sa the same with, uh, with the other song was like, it's a very simple melody and uh, in the beginning, uh, not a lot is happening. And um, for me, at least, it was like, I want to know what's going to happen next, like what's going to happen. And then out of nowhere, it's getting more drones, it's getting more experimental. There's a lot of um, I think it's called white noise in, in English, but uh, like a lot of sounds and a lot of glitching sounds and stuff like that. And then the high pitch is coming in and um, at some point it just disappears and it goes back to like how it started. And I think that's a perfect way <laughs> of doing this song. Um, this was also made during, I, I think during uh, COVID. Uh, it's an album from 2020. And it really gives that feeling like uh, being alone and and it's the ominous feeling that this song gives. Um, also, like I said before, uh, it really reminded me of a Bo Burnham song, uh, All Eyes on Me. What is, I think, <laughs> I think it's the same like uh, melody, uh, but I'm not sure about it, but it really, really sounds uh, similar. Um, so yeah, um, Billy, what did you think of it? Um, are you okay with me being honest? Uh, are you, and also, um, tangential question: Are you okay with me being a little mean? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty pretty uh, sure you can be mean and you can be honest. <laughs> Hell yeah, thank you. I, I won't. I, when I say mean, I mean I'm always gonna be like jovial about it. But I yeah yeah. Have Have you seen the uh, Halloween three? Uh no, I, I it's the worst Halloween movie, right? <laughs> actually, it's not a good start. <laughs> actually, I actually like Halloween three. Uh, a lot of uh, okay. a lot of people, a lot of people like that one. Apparently, really? yes. I thought yeah. that was the worst movie. Season of the Witch. Uh, well, yeah. uh, when it first came out, the critics hated it, but then like oh. it's it sort of had yeah, it sort of had like a uh, a, a revisionism, you know, like um, okay, it did yeah, have. Like, uh, is this a spoiler? I'm not sure, but it didn't have Michael Myers, right? It did, it did it's not, not a spoiler. It did not have Michael Myers. Yeah, okay, yeah like okay, it's, yeah. it's not a secret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I did not it, ruin the movie for everyone. <laughs> no, no. I actually really like Everybody's going to comment like, oh, you ruined it. <laughs> no. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I really was going to like that movie, but now I can't like it anymore. <laughs> You ruined my life. I'll see you in hell. 
Oh. Uh, um, go on with your story. <laughs> do, you, do you know the premise of Season of the Witch? Uh, like the 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 movie? Yes. No, no. I I, I guess there are like three witches and some uh <laughs> people getting killed and and then they're gonna find out. Oh, it was you! It was you! It was you! What are we Actually. going to do now? Let's burn them. <laughs> no, that is not the premise, believe it or not. Okay. No, that's uh, the plot of Macbeth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrong movie, sorry. We, we, got, we got a Shakespeare here. <laughs> <laughs> to be or not to be? Oh, no, that was a question. <laughs> all, all this preamble for a really bad joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but the... um. The premise is really that, uh, you know, they are playing, like, a children's broadcast, and everybody mm-hmm. who is wearing, like, um, this television show's, uh, like, uh, Halloween mask thing, they get turned mm-hmm. into, their, like, head basically explodes. Um, okay. While this thing plays at Halloween night, this, like, little jingle mm-hmm. jangle. Um Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt with this song. It's just like, especially with the ear piercing, like high pitched noise. I was like, are they trying mm-hmm. to fucking kill me right now? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, it was funny. You it was your head. <laughs> yeah, I still have my head, thankfully. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it, but it was just funny. That was the first thing I thought of when I was just <laughs> listening to it. Was I couldn't help but think about just the jingle jangle and then the like high pitched thing that happens in the jingle jangle near. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I just, a part of me also does not like this kind of, because like you said, it's very similar to the Bo Burnham song. And I don't know if that's allowed. <laughs> Is it too <laughs> similar? You know, it, it sounds like, Half of the you, song you is very a, similar. You want to know a funny thing? Yeah. This song was earlier than Bo Burnham. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that makes yeah, me feel yeah. better. Yeah, I, I was okay. surprised too because I thought like, oh, maybe this is like a later song or something or it was around the same time they released it. But uh, this was a year before uh, Bo Burnham's special was out. So, Okay. That does make me feel better. Um, okay. Because <laughs> <I'm glad. laughs> okay. I I just did not you like feel that. that Bo Burnham's the one that ripped it off. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I don't feel better that because I like Bo Burnham. I don't want him to rip off people. No, but um, I, you know, I feel like Bo Burnham still did it better. I, it just feels like it's part of a whole cohesive song where mm-hmm. I can definitely see. I I know a lot of what you like about songs especially like this is less of how it really sounds and more of how it makes you feel and how it evokes certain True. kind of thoughts and emotions yeah, yeah. um but i i can't really have those feelings evoked for me personally when it's kind of just not a fun track personally no i understand i i really understand because it's it's um um not not that the other song was more happy sound or more like uh more energetic or something, but this is really, really dark and really um 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Really airy too. And I think the Bo Burnham song. Yeah, I think uh, menacing better. is a good word for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I think the I think the vocals uh, from the Bo Burnham song work better with the melody and the beats. Um, uh, I I really not sure if it's the same thing that's that they use, but it really sounds similar. Um, so I I I can understand that you don't like this song and that's. Um, that you don't want to listen to this ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I, 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 I know the feeling, but I, I think, um, and, and maybe it's because of the series that I saw it there first. Because maybe if I heard this song uh, before the series and just heard it on Spotify or on the radio or somewhere else, I'm, I might have thought the same thing. I, I guess, like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's a song. It's okay. It's, it's really dark, but the high pitch is really annoying at some point. Yeah, I, I just really found the high pitch excessive. And I mean, that's that's for someone who actually likes this band, too. You know, like, all right. All right. I, I, I know that they do shit like that all the time, but it just did not feel like necessary in that song. All right. Um, OK. Uh, fishy, I guess. Yes. Um, I, I didn't hate it or anything. It. I don't think that I'd really listen to it on its own, probably, but I, I could. I can think of several things it would pair with really well. Um, and I will say, up until very recently, I had the exact same attitude as you, where I thought like Nine Inch Nails and Trent Reznor were all just really loud, like noise metal. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, they're involved in so many things, like. All right, if you all pick right. a video game made between like 1995 and 2010, there's a decent chance they had something to do with the soundtrack of it. And really? it's not just like metal. I mean, they have a lot of range and versatility. So I'm also starting to appreciate Nine Inch Nails. Okay, I never, never knew this. I, you know, the only song that I know from them is Hurts, and I know that Johnny Cash did a cover of that song, and that's better than the original oh, song. So. That's exactly <laughs> the same for me. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck do I want to listen to these dumbass Yankees fucking yeah. up Johnny Cash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you have more thoughts about the song, or or no? No, I, I will say, um, like I, I can see the use of the high pitch, but I mean, like, I feel like after a certain point, if you're making music, you got to consider this is just gonna hurt people's heads, you know, yeah. like, take it easy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I think that's why I thought about season of the witch so much. <laughs> <laughs> you were okay, just scared just... that your head would pop off. <laughs> <laughs> um, Les, what did you think of it? Yeah, um, honestly, I was in the car when uh, the the high pitched sound came, so it didn't really bother me at all. Okay, <laughs> it, was, it was playing <laughs> over the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I, I thought this was a pretty decent track. Uh, very, yeah, minimalist. And yes, uh, because you mentioned Bo Burnham, I couldn't help but think of All Eyes on Me throughout the entire yeah. runtime. 
And now it's stuck in my head. <laughs> Bo Burnham or this song? Or both? Bo Burnham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, it, it was a, a very, uh, very simple melody. Very, uh, uh, very, yeah, very dark and brooding. Um, it uh, honestly, at parts, it reminded me of like uh, humpback whale sounds. All right, all right. So we'll we'll call it uh, whale sounds out of ten. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <love their> whales. <laughs> Save the whales. All right. Well, I guess I'm closing this off. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go um, ahead. But honestly, lot final words about your track. I actually really mm-hmm. love it when you bring stuff like that, you know, because there's a lot for all of us to say. I mean, we've been talking about the same track for probably like 10 minutes now. Yeah. Um, so even if I didn't like it, it still evokes like a lot of conversation and a lot of thoughts. So I, I love that about it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm really happy to share this kind of music because... Um, um... As a musician myself and making uh, ambient music most of the time, uh, I'm really interested in this kind of genre of music too. Um, because it, it's for a lot of people, it might sound the same. And ambient is just like, oh, it's uh, meditation music or like background music, but it's more than that. Um, and I'm al- always happy to share more music like this uh, with people. Awesome. All right. Well, the final track I have is a uh, a band called Prick. Prick is um, just one person. His name is Kevin Mc- McMahon. Um, this was released in the 90s, and that is all that was ever released. I think this was released in 95. Um, it's a... Uh, this is uh, something that... I thought of playing. I, I've listened to this because of a, uh, a someone at work showed it to me, and I I like his taste of music, and he was like the only person I trusted with his music. Um, it's very uh, cool because it was produced by Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor was his friend, um, so you can kind of assume what kind of vibes it has. But anyway, this is from his only album. Um, which was self-titled Prick. Um, This is the song Animal. I hope you guys enjoy it.
I think it's very funny um, that we, uh, or not me, but that we uh, make fun of like Trent Reznor's style of being loud and obnoxious, and then I play something loud and obnoxious. So that was uh, "Animal by Prick." I was um, gonna say, now this is Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> Who have I not called on first? I like to round it all out well. Have we called on you first, Laz? Um, it... I think so. I'm not sure. Fishy, go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Um, I think I definitely have to be in the mood. Like, I'd have to have had my coffee that day, um, or it <laughs> might kind of annoy me. But, but it is interesting it's kind of like edm metal or something uh, i could dance to it if i was feeling active and uh i did like the little flourishes that were playing kind of as an undertone uh yeah it was all right not my favorite but i enjoyed it as it went on more than i thought i was going to at the beginning yeah i th i think that's kind of I, I think there's just enough going on here to make me really interested in in this song in general. Uh, I I love all the nuances to it, and I I don't know I don't think it's supposed to sound like this quality on here, um, but I I didn't mind. It sounds the industrial quality sounded kind of like lo-fi-ish, like um, it did not sound as high quality as I think it usually does, which even added to it a little bit for me. Yeah, I can see that. This kind of has an inbuilt grungy feeling. Uh, what did you think, Pug? Uh, yeah. 
Be, yeah, be honest. It's okay. <laughs> Can I be honest? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be mean. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I did enjoy this. I uh, I did like this. Um, I especially really like that surprises sort of guitar. Yeah, I especially did enjoy the distorted guitar in the beginning. I really liked it. Um, I'm going to be honest. The ending was not my favorite thing uh, of all the song, but I I I could listen to this song, and um, it's probably not a song that I'm going to listen to very often. But I didn't mind to listen to this, and it had some cool moments and some cool things and some cool effects. So yeah, I I I did like this. I did like this. Okay, that's a big surprise. <laughs> surprise! <laughs> what did you think, Lass? Yeah, um, well, you know, I, I love Nine Inch Nails, and this definitely uh, um, invoked that a lot. Uh, which, you know, you said Trent Reznor produced it. Uh it definitely felt a lot like his early stuff, like his his like eighties like dark wave kind of stuff. Um, and uh, that that excited me a bit. Um, you know, like uh, the the like uh, the head like a whole era. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton to say about it, but it was. Uh, it was a good track. It had a fun beat, and I could dance to it. Oh yeah, we should play this at the club. Yeah, well, you have to come over for uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, bring your karaoke box. Hell yeah, <laughs> I can sing to this song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Oh, I guess that's the show. Yeah. I hope everyone had a good time. No? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> Remember, fuck Amiku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always got to reference the YouTube poops here. <laughs> You should have a reference list, uh, you know, so that everybody can know where to find all the YouTube poops we always reference. Yeah, or we just uh, send them the the email address to the CEO of McDon of not of Domino's. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> where can I fuck Miku? <laughs> <laughs> I heard you wanted to fuck Miku, Mr. CEO. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that 99% of people have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. I'm going to go out on a limb and say 100%. <laughs> that, that might be fair. All right, uh, Fishy, did you enjoy yourself? Always. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh that was the music smoothie remember to tip your local gorgon and have a nice day oh yeah consider that gorgon tipped
All right, and that was our latest episode of the Music Smoothie. Hope you enjoyed that blend. And uh, if you like what we do and would like us to record consistently, uh, we're currently trying to record weekly, uh, consider donating to us on Patreon at the Music Smoothie. And um, follow us on Twitter at TMusicSmoothie. And uh, we're available on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Just the Music Smoothie. Uh, all the music we use is fair use under the uh, media um, criticism clause of fair use. And uh, if you like uh, the music we listen to but don't always have time to listen to the episode, our um, playlist is available on uh, Spotify. Just type in the music smoothie and uh, you'll be able to find all the music we play. All right. That's uh, all the music that's available on Spotify, at least. Not all of it is. I uh, hope you guys had a great time, and um, have a good one. Day, morning, evening, night, uh, times in other dimensions as well. Yeah. All right, see you.